Okay, Boker Tov, the Shus of Rabbi Wine. Today's daf is daf Lamed Beis in Nidorim. We left off yesterday a few lines from the top of the page. Dorosh, Rav Yehuda Bar Bizna. Most of today's daf will be Agadata, a continuation of uh, what we had yesterday at the end of the daf. Dorosh, Rav Yehuda Bar Bizna, Mishosh, and Srasul, Moshe, Rabbeinu, and Amila. When Moshe appeared to be lax and performing Mila on his son, <clears throat> and Sipori had to come and, uh, and take the lead, Bo Af Vachema. These two characters, Af and Chema, wrath and anger came of Balu, and they tried to swallow up Moshe. They only left, in other words, he was mostly swallowed up, except from the part from his Mila and below. His, his feet uh, were, stay, uh, were not swallowed up. Miad, as he was almost swallowed, Miad, she took a rock, and she performed Mila. Miad, once that happened, Vayarev Mimenu, they left him alone, and Moshe was saved. Then Moshe wanted to kill them. They wanted to kill Af and Chema. It's on the second page. There's three pages there. If you listen to the second page. Shenemar Heref Me'af Vazov Chema. Leave alone. Leave uh, Af and Chema alone. Forsake them. Leave them alone. So <clears throat> what happened was, from the fact that he says that, that he was told, leave them alone, it's Mashma that Moshe was actually going after them. The Eshem, some say... That Hargul Chema, the gears is the other way around. Yeshua Hargul Chema, that he actually killed Chema. He killed the uh, the, the the anger Shema Chema Ainly. There is none. He's not around. I have Ki Agortim Neafachem. At the end of the end of Chumash, it says, "I was afraid." Ki Agortim Neafachem. It's Mashma the Chema was still around. So the Gemara says two answers. One is Trey Chema. However, there were two different whatever you want to call them, angels or, or characters of Chema. Or you could say what happened was he was afraid of the uh, the army or the band of Chema. And as Chema himself was killed, according to the Pirish Rashi, he himself was killed. Chema was killed, but his band was still around, and that, w- that was what Moshe had said, Kiyagorta, I was afraid of them. Circumcision is great. Nobody was osik in mitzvos like Avram Avinu. He was only called complete when he had when he when he was about to perform Go before me, and you will be complete. And in that same parsha, it says, So you see that the what was what was mean his by performing the bris. You will be considered going in front of you. You'll be considered going doing my will, and you will be complete. Can I call a mitzvah Mila is considered as great as all the other mitzvahs. There's about seven or eight or nine mitzvahs in the Torah, like tzitzis and others, that are considered equal to the Kol Torah Kula, and Mila is one of them. Can I call mitzvah on these things, and it says over there, bris, the Rashi is a little bit more, the Pierce Rashi is a little bit more detailed than, than the Ron over here. It says, Ki'al meaning entire, the entire Torah, and it says over there, bris also. He made down a bris, I'll call it varma'ela. So you see the word bris is here, and there's also bris is referring to bris mila. So you see the bris is found in both places, it's just so therefore the bris mila's ki'ilu, called varma'ela, is, is equivalent to the entire Torah. As we saw in yesterday's, this was also mentioned yesterday in the Mishnah, that if it wouldn't be for Mila, the world wouldn't be able to be established, wouldn't be continuing. It wouldn't be able to make the laws of physics and the world wouldn't be able to exist. This disagrees with Rebbe Lezer. Not that the bris is what 
if it wouldn't be for the bris, the Torah wouldn't be able to be considered. But the Torah is not, not as we're not referring to the bris as upholding the whole world, so to speak, but rather the Torah is what upholds the world. And we're speaking here about the Torah, not referring to the bris mila. That phrase that we referred to before, when Hashem told Moshe, when I told Avram Avinu, rather, uh, go before me and you will be complete. Fear and Avram feared. He says, what, what do you mean? Now I'm, uh, have I done something wrong? He says, like, go before me. If you'll be a good boy, you'll be complete and you will, you will, you will, uh, enjoy the benefits. What if I've done something wrong? Maybe there's something shameful in me that I that I haven't been doing properly until now. <laughs> Once Hashem explained to him, He says, no, what I'm referring to is the bris. I'm asking you now to make a bris between us. It's performed by the bris Mila. The Skaradaita, he got cooled off and he realized that it wasn't something that he had done wrong before, but simply rather that Hashem wanted to have a bris between them going forth. By Hashem took him outside. Famous Gemara, Roshim said, his Avram said to Moshe, to, Avram said to Roshim, Roshim, his takalti b'mazel shali, I looked in my astrological simonim, uh, and the girsa is, ve'ein, um, ben ele yishmol. He says, what kind of a future is that? You're telling me I'm gonna have a future here, I'm gonna have Eretz Yisrael, I'm gonna have, uh, Avam on Goyim. I saw in my astrology, the only guy I'm gonna, the only kid that's gonna come out of me is yishmol. That's not good news. Amalot, say me, it's like, Go out of your astrological symbols that's meaningless. Ain Mazal Yisrael. We have a Kalein Mazal Yisrael. They don't mean anything. It might mean something for the Goyim. It might be general ideas, but it doesn't mean anything on an individual basis. So therefore, he says, that's what, that's the idea of Eutzei Chutza. Didn't mean literally go, uh, going outside, go outside the house. He took him outside, took him outside of his, his astrological symbols, and he said, those are meaningless. If I promise you, it will take place. Amar B'Yitzchak, Kol Amatmim Atzmo, if whoever makes himself complete, tamim, to be complete, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matmim, Hashem also makes him complete. Hashem is also good with him. is upright and straight with him. Shnema, im chosid tishchasod, with the chosid, Hashem does chesed, im gvar tamim, titamam, will also be complete and straight and forthright. Of course, the Pasuk goes on there to say, the other way around, right, with a person who's, who's, uh, patov, a person who's crooked, that's how you have to deal with him. But Rabbi Shalom, again, that concept that Rabbi Wein mentioned the other day about the uh, Mida Kenegin Mida. Amr of Hoshia, Kalamat Ma'atzmo, who a person who makes himself complete, and as he's straight and he's complete and he's tamim with Rabbi Shalom, Shah Omedislo. He'll be successful, and as his time has come, things will go good for him. Uh, the Rashi, the Pirish Rashi is, um, or it's in the Ran. Shomeresla, Shaolagdula. He'll become great. In other words, he'll be successful. Shaolagdula, Shnema. Hisalach lefonai veetamim. Go before me, be complete. In other words, with the bris and with everything else. Exceed. And then, Vaisa lava mongoyim. You will be, a, uh, you know, a father of a multitude of people. As you'll be very successful if you follow in my ways. Amorebi. Kolamanachosh lo nachash. If a person performs enchantment or, uh, Things that he shouldn't be doing, you know, uh, kinds of things that are, which are against the Torah. Lo nachash, they'll deal with him that way too. Again, like Rabbi Wai mentioned, that uh, the way you deal with the way a person deals, that's the way he'll be dealt with. Shenema, the pasuk says kilo nachash piyakov. Imar assumes it means kilo nachash piyakov, meaning that there will be nachash in Yaakov. They will treat Yaakov the same way with his nachash. It was It doesn't say lo. With Lamed Vav, as, as if to say, Kilo to him, 
to him, Yaakov, there will be Nachash, but it says, lo, ki lo nachash Yaakov. There is no enchantment. There is none of this. Uh, there's nothing, no, nothing like that in Yaakov. In other words, Yaakov is, is Tamim. He's not performing enchantments. Ella, you're right. It doesn't mean not based on that pasuk. Ella, mishum mita kenegem mita, like we said. If a person performs enchantment, so uh, that's how they're going to deal with him also. And if a person believes in a Shalom straight, then Shalom will take care of him that way. Tani ava braid rav zera. Call adam she'enu menachesh. If a person does not perform enchantments, in other words, he's not face dor shalamaisim and all the other things that he's not supposed to do, but he believes tamim and Hashem. They bring him into a machitza, and others into the partition, into the room, so to speak. Even Malach, even the the angels, the ministering angels, aren't able to come into that machitza that this person's going to go into. When there is no nachash in Yaakov, and there is no magic in Israel, the pasuk goes on to say. Here we don't have it inside, but the Ran, if you look in the Ran on the left side. It says, it goes on to say, Ka'es Yaakov Yisrael Ma'poel Kel. In other words, he tells Yaakov and Yisrael, what is Hashem doing? What does that mean? Take a look in the in the Ran. The Ran is about halfway down in the rush, and you can see the Pirush rush on the left side. Shemalech Hashem Yisrael Yisrael. The 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 angels are going to ask Yisrael, Ma'poel Kel. What is Hashem doing? Because they don't perform enchantments, because the, the, the Jewish people believe in Hashem in the proper way, and they misspelt Him in the proper way, and they don't perform enchantments to try to figure out what's going on, things that, you know, heavenly spiritual things that they shouldn't be involved with. Uh, so they're entered into a machitza that Hashem doesn't even allow the angels to come into. So the angels are asking Abba Yisrael, hey, what's going on over there? The near Ba'an, I look at what he says there, the Hokinami Mida Kenegid Mida. This is also Mikanegashimitoksha because he doesn't perform enchantments, laid on Sidas to find out. You know, people all want to go to a Rebbe and they want to find out, well, tell me what the future is going to be. Can you tell me the future? Right? They don't that's not what you're supposed to do. Elabotech Bakarash Barhu, right? All these people go to these Rebbe's and they go for a bracha and they go this and this and this and they go over tell me what's going to be. Do they, why don't they just misbal to the Bar Shalom? We come to shul every day. Why can't they misbal to the Bar Shalom? They don't try that. But, but if you do the right way, because of that, because they're misbal to the Bar Shalom directly and properly, the Bar Shalom reveals to them the secrets of the world. They don't ask. And that's pshat, because if there's no nachash in Yaakov, but they do it the proper way, then the Malach HaShoros come to the Israel and say, hey, can you tell us what's going on? Because we, we ourselves don't know. Amar Vu Amar Belazer. They mananish Avram Avinu. Why was Avram Avinu punished for Nishtabu Lubanov Mitzrayim, Masayim, Vesesh, Vesesh, and why was Menesra? That's, you know, the Shans Uradu. They were actually there 210 years physically, not, 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 you know, counting from the birth of Yitzhak, it's 400, but the actual amount of time they were there was 210 years. Why were they punished? Meshaasangaria, but Tamir Chachamim. Because they, uh, because they took the uh, the Chum into the army, you know, because that's what Avram did. Avram, uh, he was Megayes them as well, Shinamar. Bayorik as Chanifa, he would so. He armed uh, his Talmidim, the children of his house. He put them into the army instead of allowing them to continue learning. People that he, that he taught. In Hebrew today we also said, my Chanichim, my pupils, my, study, my students are called Chanichim. So because he took his students into the army, because he questioned the, 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 what, Hashem had, what Hashem had promised him. Again, Rabbi Wine quoted this last night. Avram said to the Bar Shalom, so to speak, how do I know? Like, you know, give me a simon. How do I know this is going to happen? 
some of Farshim say to try to, you know, the Gemara always is full of, Gemara always says this was Avram's hate, but he said, but one of the Farshim dampens it a little bit by saying it wasn't that Rav he believed that he wasn't going to get Eretz Yisrael. The question is, he knew he was going to get Eretz Yisrael, but Yerusha is something, as we know, stays in the family, right? They always have to come back in Yovel. You might get a gift, but you, you might lose it eventually. But how do I know that it will be a Yerusha that will always be with me? But because he questioned him, because of that, he was punished. He uh, didn't allow everybody to be to to be proselytized into into the uh, into Judaism. In other words, why? Because he allowed Davi Melech to uh, take some of his people back, take his charges back. Give me back the people, and you keep you keep the possessions. And Avram allowed him to do that. So there could have been people that he could have brought close to Torah. Shema. Who's serene? Me. Keken, but Basof. Ava Basof. Ulolot salakach etat arochush. Ava Basof etat nefesh shuulolakach. As Avram lolakach otam as beglazer hu nenash. Bayorek es chenich. Nachon, nachon, nachon. Ava Basof avimelech lakach b'chazarat etat nefesh. Rashi, take a look at the Rosh. Never tell me a nefesh. Avram avinu nasmul lo. He gave them to him. And he kept them back. He could have brought him in closer to Judaism. Possibly again, quoting this Pasuk, um, So what does that mean? He, um, he, he, what does it mean? So Rabbi Torah, just the opposite. Not that he armed them, but that he gave them Torah. Uh, another pshat could be that he that he emptied him of Torah. The Ran says Sharikim b'Torah zarzim b'Torah loshnach Sharikim mina Torah. He emptied him out of the Torah. But the pshat pshat is Sharikim b'Torah gave him Torah. Shmuel Amos Sharikim zav. He paid him with money. In other words, he paid him with with uh, with the. Uh, so one shot you can say we sit from Shetan over here. Did he take him away from learning in order to arm them and fight, or it could be that he actually, you know, he encouraged them. You know, he uh, he was magayus them. He. He charged them with learning to help in, in the fight. And Shmuel Amar Shirikim Zav, he paid them off with money. How many people with... Hmm? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. At least at certain times. You know, there are times when he should learn. There's a time for everything, right? That's the call the call of our. Shmuel Amar Shirikim Zav, and Shmuel said he paid them off. Shmuel Amar Shirikim Zav, there were 318 people in his army. 318 troops. Eliezer can I get Kulam? Eliezer was the equivalent of all of them. He can Not that he was actually better than all of them or more powerful or the equivalent of all of them in greatness, but rather that Eliezer's Bigamatria, Eliezer's Gematria, 318. Another Gematria is Gimel Shanam Hikar, Ben Gimel Shanam Hikar Avam as well. When, you know, Avram was the first to recognize the Baruch Shalom, first to introduce monotheism into the world. How old was Avram when this happened? According to this Rosh, he was only three years old. Because Avram has listened to me, and Ekev is how much? Ekev is We know that Avram lived to be 175 years old. And it says, Ekev, how long did he learn? Now, because he's listening to me. But Ekev, how long has Avram been listening to me? 172 years. That shows, since he lived to be 175, it shows that he was already mocking the Rebbe Shlom at the uh, young age of three years old. Another medrash that Rambam Chama said regarding to, regarding um, regarding this idea of cheshbonot uh, and and agarata hasatan b'chushbonet klasmei b'shisn b'arba. 
What's the gematria of Asatan? 364. Now we know there's 365 days in the year. So the Ron says the top Ron on the right side. Right, exactly. Shows you that one day of the year the Satan cannot be Sholet Netzim Kippur. Again, the top Ron on the right side. Hasatan B'chushmina Tlasmei V'shishin V'arbahave V'yamosa Chamesh Yisor. It's 365 days. In Cain, Yikichayim Leslei V'shusha L'masim. It's one day that he has no right to uh, to argue against us, to, to prosecute us. Tani Yom Kippur, that's on Yom Kippur. Another thing he says is Avram Ksiv Avram. Right, of course, we know after he added the hey, he added the extra five. Originally, he was only Avram, meaning he only had Rashus over 243 of his limbs. At the end, he had Rashus over all 248. What are the other five that he got? As again, the Ron explains that uh, normally what a person sees and what he hears, he has no control over. You have know, control, you don't have to go to a certain place if you don't want to go there. But what you see with your eyes, you know, how do you how do you stop that? Or what you hear, how can you stop it? So he said, person normally doesn't have a shush, but at the end, when he when he was when he was added, when he got the extra hay, he was added to a shush that he was able to control even his eyes and his ears. And Rosh Hashanah means his aver that he was totally um, he was totally. Um, <coughs> um, a, you know, powerful over them, that he had dominion over all his avarim, and he was able to control. He's only he used all his avarim only to perform mitzvos, and he was not nichshul in anything else. Another drush that Ramacham explained regarding the famous pasuk in Kehelis, the uh, allegory about a, a small city and a miskein person in there. He darshans it, of course, regarding to regarding mitzvahs in the Eight Sahara. Irktana Vanashim, there are there's a small city. What does that mean? Irktana, what is in the small city? If that's a person's body. Vanashim Bamat, there's just a few people in that city. Eight Lubaivaram. Those are a person's limbs. Ubala Melch Gadol, the Sibavosa. And a great king came and surrounded the city. What is that? Zay Yat Sahara. The Eight Sahara comes out with great power to uh, you know to try to convince a person <coughs> to try to work against a person. and he built great fortifications. This great king built fortifications against the person. Elu Avonos, those are the sins. And as he brings the sins to to bear witness against us. yet a poor wise man in the city was found there. Who is that person? Zayitzatov, that's the Yitzatov. And he saved the city. He saved the city with his chachma. How was he able to do that? Zuchuba. In other words, by convincing the city and the avarim, meaning the person, the person, by convincing the person to do chuba, he was able to save save the person. The allegory is the city, but he means save, we're talking about saving a person. Uh, but people don't remember that person, that uh, unfortunate uh, poor person. The time of the Yitzhahara is Sholeh, has dominion over us, less than Mitkeleh, Nobody remembers the Yitzhahara at all. When things are bad, nobody remembers the Yitzhahara. But the lesson is that even a small, small Yitzhahara can come forth and convince a person to do tshuva and overpower the Yitzhahara. Pasuk says in Kohelas, "Hachachma tauz lachacham." Wisdom will strengthen the smart person. Measar shlitem, more than ten powerful people in the city, more than ten powerful forces. What does it refer to? Hachacham tauz lachacham zuchuba. Again, what's the chachma? Wisdom refers to chuba ma'isim tovim, which will strengthen a person. Measar shlitem, 
The gear says, What are the, these ten powerful forces? These are the ten powerful forces which basically cause a person to do everything that he normally does. Stay naim his eyes, stay naim his ears, stay naim his hands, stay naim his feet, that he goes, Baroshak via, and his aver upet. With those things, basically, a person, person performs most of the things that he does every single day. But if a person does uh, tshuva and maizim tovim, he's able to have dominion over those ten forces. Hashem wanted to actually start the kahuna. Who was going to be the first kohen from from which kahuna would uh, would pass on gen, uh, you know, genetically, uh, ancestrally? Who would go down from shame? Shenemba for who kohen leel elyon? Who is this? This is Malkitzedek. Says the Ran. Malkitzedek who shame benoch? That's actually shame from from whom we all come. Says the Rishon wanted to start kahuna from there. Akivan shehikdim birkas avram leverkas amakom. But Malkitzedek, when he blessed Avram, he made a mistake. He blessed Avram first, and then he blessed the Rabban Shalom. That was improper. So, Tziyamei Avram. So, instead, the Rabban Shalom made it come, instead of came up from shame, he came from Avram. Even though Avram was also a descendant of shame, but it didn't come directly from shame. He was punished that it stopped for a while, and it came later on from his descendant Avram. Shnemar, Vayavachayu Vayomer. He blessed him, and he said, Baruch Avram, Le'el Yom, K'nei Shemayim Aretz, Uvaruch El Yom. So, you see, he blessed, he blessed uh, Avram first, and then the Rabban Shalom. Amalo Avram, so Avram said, do, do you bless uh, the Eved before you bless the Master? So he gave it to Avram, Shinema, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk in Tilim, the David said, to my Master, sit on my right side, until I make your enemies a, a footstool for you, until I push down your enemies. Swore, and he won't take it back. You will be the Kohen forever. Al Divrasi Malkitzedek, because of the words of Malkitzedek. What does that mean? Al Diburusha Malkitzedek, because Malkitzedek's words, that he was Makdim the Bracha of Avram to the Bracha of the Rabbanishlon, because of that he was punished, and it stopped with him, and it started only eight generations later with Avram. Malkitzedek was a Kohen, who Kohen, Bain Zara Kohen. He was a Kohen, but not his children. That only started again later on with Avram Avinu. We'll start the Mishnah, so we'll get a little bit, a uh, little bit of uh, halacha other than, uh, other than uh, got it to today. We'll start the next parak. There's two. There's several ways that a person could be ushered to have a naw. Reuben, let's say, could be have us uh, cannot have a naw from Shimon. Reuben could be could be ushered to have a naw from Shimon if, let's say, he himself. Reuben says, "I don't want to have any naw from you. Any naw from you should be ushered to me like a carbon." So Reuben can't have a naw from Shimon. Shimon, likewise, can also prohibit Reuben to have a naw from. From Shimon, Shimon could tell you, oh, you can't have any and all from me. So, <clears throat> there's two ways. He could just say, you can't have any pleasure whatsoever. Or he could just say, you can't have any food. I'm not going to feed you. Most people, most of the pleasure that people give to somebody else, let's say, is normally was with food. So, what's the difference if he, if he prohibits him from having food? Or he just or he prohibits him from everything, from all kinds of pleasure. So, what's the difference? In other words, if Reuben can't have a naw from Shimon versus Reuben can't have eating from Shimon, Eladris is a regal. First thing is he can't go on his property. You know, use, use my property as a shortcut, any pleasure, you know, uh, using a car, anything, any kind of pleasure. So the first thing is, if, if Reuben says, that, if Reuben just can't have uh, food, but that means he could go into his property, he could use his items, he could have other pleasures. But if he says he can't have any naw, then he can't even go on to the, uh, can't even use his property at all. The Kem Shen she also... He also can't have use his uh, utensils or his items, his uh, 
his uh, possessions that do not involve food or food preparation. So again, if he just says you can't have any food, you can't eat by me, you can't have any, you know, so he could, he could use, he could use his property, he could borrow his car, he could do things like that, that, uh, volcano that don't involve, uh, food at all, food preparation. If he says, for example, let's say he's not gonna just eat, he can't borrow a, uh, sifter or a, a kivra, a sieve, uh, rechayim, a millstone, a tanner, or enough. In other words, if he says, if Reuben's not allowed to have any food, pleasure from Shimon, then he can't have anything related to food. The Kiddush here is not just food or actually the pot or preparing it in the kitchen. Even things, even the hachana uh, for hachana, even sifting the food, preparing it, grinding it, he also can't have that pleasure at all. Avamashulo, but if, he's, if the only thing that's prohibited is having food, avamashulo, but other things that don't involve food, he can uh, he can lend to him. For example, chalak, a shirt, tabas, a ring, talas, a, an outer garment, nizamim, rings, nose rings, earrings, those things he could because those don't involve food at all. The next Mishnah, which is which you see on Amad Aleph, if you look on the next page, is really a continuation of this Mishnah. Even things which you don't use for food, like for example, things we just made, for example, you said, let's say, I'm not, you can't eat by me. Okay, can I borrow your car? Yeah, but if the car is going to use, and you're going to use the car to go get food, then he can't do that either because he's helping him to get food. So you're also, even though we say you can't, but you know, you're allowed to, if, if I just prohibited you from eating, eating my food, so I could lend you my garments or my rings, etc. Yes, but if those things are normally uh, rented out, you can then take those things and get money and buy food. So anything which is going to lead to food is also usher. The only time you're allowed to borrow things which are not involved in food preparation, if that's the only, the only thing that's usher for you is have food for me. Fine, so you could borrow my, my, uh, my shirt. But if you, but why? Because normally people don't rent out their shirts, so the shirt's not going to come, not, no way will the shirt bring to food, and therefore you're allowed to. Unless you've prohibited all pleasure from the person, in which case he can't take anything in. Montana, who is the author of our Mishnah, who says that um, anything, even walking a guy's property, I mean, you just walk across the news, there's a shortcut, that's also Osir. If somebody prohibits pleasure from somebody, if Reuben's not allowed to have any pleasure from Shimon, he can't even give him a little bit of extra. Usually, you know, when you buy something in the market, he throws a little bit of extra, give him another fruit, another peach or something. Nothing is, uh, Rabbi Lezer says, even Vitor is also, can't have a no, he can't have any pleasure whatsoever. So any pleasure whatsoever includes, that's the author of our Mishnah. The Mishnah says, if you can't have pleasure, you can't even walk on the guy's property, use it as a shortcut, that's also usher. Alright, the Mishnah went on to say, Amura Ma'achom Mechavei Lashlan, with things that you can't borrow, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Mr. Shem Daflam and Gimel.